0: a parent, or run a client-focused business. Coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey Difference Maker, by popular demand, I'm publishing this bonus episode onto the podcast. At the end of December, December 30th to be exact, I attended my first Meet the Author virtual event over Zoom. My awesome hubby produced the event, and it was hosted by the lovely Hyun Martin, who's a fellow author and coach. And she did such a wonderful job. The night before the event, I was checking the RSVPs, and I seriously thought that only three people were going to show up and it was going to be me, Terry, and Hyun. (laughs) So imagine my surprise when it was showtime. I had the participants window up and people just started popping up one after another. I actually thought I was going to cry before I even turned on my camera. I was like, they like me. They like me. They really like me. It ended up being a really great event and I probably, I don't know, had a high and I was on cloud nine for at least a few days afterward. I want to thank everybody who showed up. Even if you never turned on your camera or asked a question, I still saw your name in the list and I appreciate you so much more than really words can say. Now, the prize winner names have been edited out of this episode. Otherwise, enjoy the audio replay of the event. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make, and have fun doing it. Your personality is your
1: business, so let's get down to business. Oh, okay, well with that perfect segue, Jen Higgins believes that when you understand her signature holistic approach of problem solving... Using proven personality strategies, you will feel less drained and more effective at bringing out the best in others without compromising who you are and what you value. For over two decades, Jen has coached teams to work well together by helping them align values and goals and teaching them how to communicate with seemingly opposing personalities. From the corporate setting to home-based business owners, she has helped teams be more productive, more confident and get along better by leveraging the different strengths in the group. She has a private practice working closely with coaches, teachers, and business owners who are looking for work-life balance and the strategies that will motivate and empower them to do what they feel they are called to do. In 2007, Jen found herself navigating ADHD, autism, dyslexia, and the sensory and dietary needs of her family. Following fads and expert advice on how to fix her children, Jen realized that just like in the business team she has helped, everybody's different, and that difference is not a weakness or a label that defines you. That difference is a superpower unique to you that the world needs, and the world only benefits from it when you are being true to yourself. Jen homeschooled her two sons with this philosophy, that you don't need to be fixed. Rather, you need to explore what makes you different and embrace it. Afterward, Jen taught in the elementary classroom and helped her students learn through questioning and self-regulating exercises so they would never feel like there was something wrong with them. Jen and her husband, Terry, live in Knoxville, Tennessee with their two teen- teenage sons, now 16 and 18. She is an internationally certified life coach and Enneagram expert, but prefers to be known as the laid back fun mom who you can relax with and just be you. I'm happy to introduce Jen P. Huggins. So welcome, Jen. Hello.
0: Am I on? Am I on?
1: There you are.
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I am so moved by yesterday. I was telling you, and I was like, well. Only 11 people have RSVP'd, so statistically, three might show up, (laughs) and I'm just so overwhelmed by the turnout. Thank you guys for being here to celebrate with me. I so appreciate it. I hope I don't get teary.
1: (laughs) Well, it's been really fun to read your book. I'm still not all the way through.
0: (laughs) Me either. It's okay. (laughs) It's deep stuff.
1: I, it's actually true. I like to actually savor little pieces of it. Like I'll read really fast and then there'll be a, like a, a thing that you'll write and I'll just like, Hmm, let me pause here and really ponder that. So I, I do like the way your book is.
0: Thank you. I was, when I was home in Laura's, I saw Sherry's here. Hi Sherry. <laughs> I actually had my mom downloaded on her tablet so that she um, could read it and she read the introduction out loud to me. And as she was reading it, she was like, Why is this underlined? And I'm like, Oh, people are highlighting my book. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited.
1: <laughs> so it must feel wonderful to be a best selling author.
0: <laughs> it's a little surreal. It's a little surreal. I, I think when I set out to, um, well, I've always wanted to write a book, I, I just really struggled with the clarity. Of what to write about, and I don't know. I just never thought ahead of what it would feel like to be on this side of the book being published and the response that I would get. Because as I'm writing it, it's just me, me and the computer. <laughs> I wasn't really getting any feedback, and I really didn't have any idea how it was going to be received. And so I've been really humbled and really over overwhelmed, really um, about the feedback that I've been getting and how, how people have been responding to it.
1: Wonderful. And what would you say if you were to give us three top three things that you want us to take away from your book?
0: The first thing is that purpose is a universal motivator Not just for when, when we're trying to get through a task, you know, understanding what the purpose is just makes it so much more enjoyable, or at least make more sense as you're doing it. But our life has a purpose too. And that really helps me personally when I feel like I'm stuck or I feel like, you know, why do I have to go through this? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just learn the lesson already, (laughs) but realizing whatever that lesson is that I'm, that I'm learning it's for a much, much greater purpose than what I can see in front of me at that moment. And secondly, of course it is an Enneagram book. I had an interview earlier this morning where I publicly said, I really struggled calling myself an Enneagram coach. And he was like, what? <laughs> and it was because the Enneagram, well, just my experience with personality that people will look at personality tests and look at the Enneagram and just put themselves in a box. Like even me, I would just say, oh, I'm a type seven and this is what type sevens do. And, and almost doom myself to that box and I didn't want to do that to other people, but that was not the message I wanted to give other people. I want other people to see the Enneagram as, oh, here's some glasses that you need to put on just so that you can see the box. And now you know how to get out of it. And my practice is more focused on that because the truth be known, not all of my clients even know their Enneagram type. And it's more about understanding. Well, if we're even talking about the Enneagram, understanding how each of the types are motivated and how they might behave and how we could connect that from within ourselves. And when we become more whole, then we actually can uh, show up in our relationships in a much, much healthier position. Even if the other other person isn't healthy, (laughs) we we still can benefit our relationships by showing up as our, our own true self and having those kinds of boundaries. That's just, that's something that I guess I didn't always know. I didn't always embody that until my son who, who has autism until I realized I don't want to follow the track that some of, some of the other parents, now that works for them and their kids, but you know, autism is such a broad spectrum and so is personality. And so I think that is why my view of personality of being so individualistic hits well with people because people don't want to be in boxes, even though they're subconsciously putting themselves in a box, me included. And so I really, I really love the empowerment that that provides for people. And I would much, much rather give that kind of energy to people than the satisfaction of knowing what Enneagram type they are. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think that I I identify with like two or three of them, actually, <laughs> depending on what my role is. And I think that in that respect, I'm pretty adaptable because I've just learned over the years how to be who I needed to be for whatever situation demanded it.
0: And the more self-aware we are, the more we're able to do that. And I think what the, the book, for, for those of us who are Enneagram fans because I am I am an Enneagram fan and I am fascinated and I do believe everybody has one core type you're not doomed to that one core type but it is the key of knowing what your path is when when you're in a growth opportunity (laughs) it helps you understand what is my ego telling me here that is just the little t truth and not the capital t truth
1: Right. I think that we have other questions from other people. Um, Question. What are your plans if sorry, I need to put on my glasses if I'm going to read. (laughs) What are your plans, if any, for your next book? I can see this branching off into deep dives for each type. The way you clarified each type was very clear and I'd love to read even more.
0: I'm trying to sit on my hands right now (laughs) for writing my, for my next book. And I know there will be a next book. I really see myself doing a series. Don't hold me to it yet, but doing some kind of series that spins off of, of this. My current focus is to really stick with this book for now, because the non-acknowledgement languages is such a new concept to people, whether you're familiar with the Enneagram or not, this is a really new approach to the Enneagram. And I'd really like uh, to make sure that people understand the first purpose, which is to understand yourself first. And so, but there, I do have lots of book ideas for the future.
1: (laughs) Well, I I like the whole idea of those languages, you know, the nine different ways of And I think it's great because you've kind of even taken it beyond the five love languages. (laughs) Right.
0: And these are really such primitive components of our personality that can explain, like the Enneagram explains these components of our personality, but also these components explain our Enneagram type as well if you're wanting to uh, Go that next step further and use the Enneagram in your business or use the Enneagram with in your classroom or or whatnot, which is the original way I developed the nine acknowledgement languages because I have a coach certification program, and so in teaching my coaches on how to use it in their business, uh, this is how the nine acknowledgement languages came about and then and even when I started writing the book that was that was the mindset that I had and in the process of writing the book, I'm like, wait this this really needs to start with us. The the improvement in our relationships is, is what's gonna be the byproduct of using it as a as using it as a survival tool as opposed to a relationship tool. So I think the process of writing the book really helped develop the concept even more. And I'm really if I'm if I'm allowed to say, I'm really proud of how <laughs> how it's how it developed and also how it's being received.
1: It has been really interesting that that nine acknowledgement languages came out of your, as you said, your coaching program and all of that. And you did a lot of work with groups and stuff. Is that why you think that you really delved into the Enneagram and how each ping pongs off of each other? Yeah. Though,
0: Cause originally my work, my work was in groups and and relationships and connecting with people. And so I was on that bandwagon too, (laughs) of, you know, we learn about personalities in order to improve our relationships. And I absolutely do believe that's true. But that relationship that I have with myself, if I don't understand that, I can't, I can't show up authentically and I'll be missing out. Like the relationships that I've, the bonds that I form will not be authentic. They they'll be surface if if I can't connect from a deeper part of myself, whether or not the other person is aware of that. I'm going to feel the effects of that in my life, in my body. Um, it's going to manifest in my life, and and we're we're the ones that have to live our life, right? <laughs> so I I say I give people permission to be selfish when it comes to doing. Um, figuring out personality strategy.
1: Well, I think that's really a good point because I think that we all need to realize being selfish is actually ultimately the most satisfying way to know that you're actually helping others in order to help yourself. Like in order for your world to be better, you Mm -hmm. get to be kind to other people and that you make that ripple effect. You know, that's how I believe that I affect my world and that's how I believe everyone can do that. And that that's how we change the world is Mm -hmm. from this point of just knowing you are the change that you want to see in the world. And so if you don't believe that, guess what? You won't be. But if you do believe that you can,
0: you'll feel out of control (laughs) if you don't believe it because everybody else is orchestrating their own change and it's, it's affecting you instead of you affecting the change.
1: Right. And so I've, I've always believed that it's in our interest to be cooperative, to figure out ways that we can connect and to really connect, as you said, on a, that deeper level so that we see the humanity and we see that we all really want the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And so how can we help each other get there?
0: And when we learn about ourselves and we connect at that core, it takes so much less effort. Like there's no pretending. There's no, you know, it's just like, just be yourself because you're the best person to be able to do that. You're the best qualified (laughs) for the job.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) And it gives permission to lay down the mass and, you know, all of the stuff of I'm not enough. Mm -hmm.
0: Are you feeling a bit disappointed that you haven't finished that project yet? Are the kids' schedules impacting your business? Or are the demands of your business affecting your relationships at home? Maybe you need a magic formula for that work-life balance before your fire gets so dim or it completely burns out. I've been there. There was a point in my life where I was juggling two businesses and homeschooling and had personal health issues. There was barely time to even connect with myself, much less connect with my husband. When I was finally officially diagnosed with ADHD, I felt like that explained everything. I had a new perspective and started approaching things in a new way. So I created a guide containing 20 tips that I personally use, and they have worked for me for helping me stay on course with my goals. Now you might not have ADHD, but I bet you can relate to having a million distractions during the day. So if you're ready to stop procrastinating or stop being hard on yourself for missing yet another deadline, self-imposed or not, go ahead and download the guide at powercoachgen.com. If you just find one tip from the list that helps you move forward today, you will be so glad you took the time to read it. Go to powercoachgen.com and download the guide right now. Yeah. Yeah. The lies that we tell ourselves.
1: That's true. So let's see. I think there are some more questions. I see stuff on the chat. Let's see. Someone is giving you a recommendation about your coaching programs. And Lisa McGrath says the nine acknowledgement languages make such a difference in understanding yourself and your time. So Jody asked, what was your biggest challenge in writing your book? Other than the actual writing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, like
0: I said, the, my biggest challenge, even before I made this decision to write this book was finding the clarity of a topic. And then when I had the clarity of the topic to write it about the Enneagram, I was going off in a direction that seemed logical at the time. And I was like, no, this is not this is not the information that I want to give people. There are enough Enneagram books out there that tell you about the Enneagram. Um, that descri- I mean, how many times can you read how each of the types behave? <laughs> I mean, some of us who are Enneagram nerds, <laughs> we have all the books. <laughs> but I didn't want to add to that collection. I wanted my book to be different. I wanted it to speak to what's so such a core value of mine is that you are unique and even you know my resistance of my mistyping story in the book about where I thought I was a four but I was actually a seven I was like I don't want to be a seven because sevens are you know blah 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 the the things that I didn't like about a seven which I probably could say since I am a seven but (laughs) I wanted people to understand more of that the purpose of Really, truly finding what's core to you, using the enneagram to understand what your motivations are, those unconscious motivations, the knee-jerk motivations, the ones that you really have to dig. And just when you think you have dug enough, you got to dig some more. and and you'll know when you get there because when you get there, it's like your entire body just relaxes as if to say, thank you. you finally get me <laughs> to yourself. And so, Once I shifted my brain and saying, no, that's the book I want to write, the writing became really easy. So clarity would be the answer to that. That was the biggest challenge.
1: Well, and this Lindsay asks, what can we expect for season two for your podcast and how will you incorporate the book concepts into the episodes?
0: So I'm excited. Season two is going to be dedicated for the podcast is dedicated to helping people implement the concepts in the book. Cause I do recognize that it's some deep stuff, even though the stories help lighten it up a little bit. And the Legos of course help lighten it up, um, lighten up the concepts in truth. By the time you get the part four and it's time to actually do the work, it's, that's where we all get stuck, right? It's fun to be entertained. And then when it's time to do the work, it's like, do I really have to finish this book or is that just me? <laughs> Is that just me? Does anybody else do that? (laughs) Um, I realize that there are probably more types that actually finish the book than don't. But so that's what the season two podcast is really dedicated for is, is really helping you continue that process to do the work. And I brought on other podcast hosts so that who have read the book and have been on my podcast in the past. Most of them at least. And we just discuss the different ideas. I've got one person coming on and we're just talking about the psychology behind everything. Super, super fascinating. The one that's coming out next week is with my husband, Terry Higgins, and it's called Spilling Some Tea with Tea, because that's his (laughs) nickname, Tea. So be sure to tune into that. It drops on late Sunday night. So it'll be on in your um, iTunes on Monday.
1: Okay, and Sheila asks, do you have suggestions for how someone else can find their clarity of a topic to write about? I've been told more than once that I should write, but I resonate with not knowing about what.
0: I really do recommend getting some coaching around that because when we're so close to it, it's it's hard. It's really hard. So it's a lot easier to get some input from the outside. And yeah, that's the best suggestion.
1: I think that we've done 30 minutes of already, almost 30 minutes, actually. No, we have about seven more minutes. So I guess I can ask you one more thing. As a mom and as a mompreneur and all of those other things, I find that juggling all those roles and especially doing it as an author, that must have been quite something.
0: (laughs) So it's interesting that... So did did I miss the question? I don't want want to go off on a tangent.
1: I don't want to cut you off if you hadn't asked the question. How how did you manage doing, like, as I say, you know, being a mom and, you know, and being a wife and being a business owner, and then also writing a book on top of all of that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's another task.
0: It takes (laughs) a lot of boundaries and discipline. I'm not going to tell you that I'm perfect at it because I'm not and on top of COVID too, because I did contract COVID while I was writing the book. Those of you who are on my launch team, y'all remember that, right? It was supposed to go out and go out in September and October, November, three months late, but you know, better late than never. <laughs> but what I have learned about myself in the last two years of, basically having to be at home with all the people in the home as well, having having clear boundaries of when it's work time, when it's family time, when it's writing time, and also understanding that, especially in business, I can only do one big thing per quarter. I can only do one, have one goal per quarter, else I'm going to overwhelm myself. And so this past quarter, which ended up stretching to two quarters, (laughs) it was the book. And I think that really, really helped me with, with the balancing of making sure I was there for my family, that I was there for my dog who actually contracted mange during all this. So this is actually a really funny question Han, because there were a lot more things that happened than, than I'm realizing, but, but I think it's clarity and clarity around what your goal is and what you are trying to accomplish you just make time for it. You make you make time for what it what's is important. that you value.
1: What is what's important. Absolutely. Yes. So, thank you for being an example of that.
0: <laughs> I hope I did it justice.
1: <laughs> you did well as a fellow sister, as I call it in the tribe. <laughs> so, I'm going to if y'all have any more questions, I think we can have just like an open forum for questions.
2: I have a question and I think you covered this or touched on this Jen. Beatrice Chestnut is is a big believer that if you're engaging with the Enneagram at a deep level that you really need to have somebody else in your life either a therapist or somebody else that's well versed in the Enneagram that you can really process things with. How do you how do you kind of come down on that?
0: I do agree with that. It's it's why the Enneagram is the foundation of my coaching program, because even if, even if the the coachee, so say you're the coach, and you have a coachee that does not know the enneagram, you're still able to mirror back to them whatever it is that they're that are their blind spots, even if you don't know for certain what their enneagram type is. That's what the nine acknowledgement languages allows us to do. It gives us this information to at least narrow it down. And then as a coach, we we respond to however they respond to our question, right? And so if you're doing Enneagram work personally, uh, I just believe that people need coaches. If you don't have a life coach, you need a life coach. <laughs> I mean, I, I need a life coach. So and coaches need coaches because we if you remember in the book, there's the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There's the survival needs first, right? I, I shrunk it down to just three. I like teaching in three. So survival needs, social needs, and self needs. And so the book focuses really on those survival needs, but we do need those social needs also. Because if you think about when you were born, if you remember, <laughs> you totally depended on other people to be able to navigate the world. So you need someone else to reflect back to you what the world means. And then as you mature, you translate it to what it means to you. But the first, our first moments is, okay, this is what it means to my caretakers. And so I'm gonna adopt that philosophy until I can experience the world in my own way and come up with my own conclusion. And so that's what coaching mirrors. It's a, it's a different kind of maturity or caretaking, caretaking,
1: I should say. (laughs) That's that's really a really great way to talk about coaching um, as a fellow coach. That's a wonderful endorsement for why we have coaches and why we coach other people is that we, A, can reflect what's possible and also hold people in that light that it is possible for you as well.
0: Yeah. Cause we're only where we are. Yeah. You're only where you are because of somebody else's influence. And it's, it's their influence that makes us question, is this me or is this them? But if we don't ever question that, that's where sometimes we get lost. I mean, if we're lucky that one person is uh, the person that's uh, coaching you or taking care of you, uh, has a similar personality then that makes it a little bit easier but if it's a different personality and we don't do that questioning that's where a lot of the disconnect and, and uh, misalignment can occur in that little t truth in the in the capital
1: t truth right so what's next for you
0: so what's next for me? There will be a book sometime in the future. (laughs) I'm really focusing on season two of the podcast. If you don't know, it's called Unbox Your Personality Podcast. Anywhere that you get podcasts, you can get it. And they just started on Facebook, allowing you to listen to it on Facebook. So you can subscribe there and listen to it while you scroll looking for puppies. (laughs) (laughs) And then I am... If if you don't know already, I have a nine acknowledgement languages course, but I am revamping that. So really dedicating this month to reshooting all the videos so that they're in bite-sized pieces, because something I've learned is that, you know, i got a lot of information in my head and sometimes I talk too fast and sometimes I overwhelm people. That's what something I learned about myself. And so I am reshooting those videos to bite-sized lessons so people don't get overwhelmed. And I'm adding a group coaching option to that. And the reason why I'm doing that is because the only course that I have right now where you get me is the coach certification course. And not everybody wants to be an Indian coach or, or a life coach. And so uh, I'm adding this group coaching option to the nine acknowledgment languages for people who are just want to know more about the enneagram and want to know more about the nine acknowledgment languages to understand themselves better. And that's going to be kicking off in February for my the grand opening of my leadership school is called Unboxed University, <laughs> which is short for or the initials are UBU. U, the letter U letter B Letter U, which I think is pretty clever. If I do say so myself, <laughs> my husband came up with that. I can't take credit, for it. even though I'd like to. <laughs> he was the one who uh, planted that into planted that seed in me. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie.
2: So I have a follow up question. What uh, with the uh, Facebook group? What's the the purpose there, and what are you hoping to accomplish with the Unbox Facebook group?
0: So that's, you want some backstory on that? (laughs) That group came out of when the pandemic started and I had to put my business online. And at that point, everybody knew me as the Enneagram person, the Enneagram ninja. And so I'm like, well, I'll just, I had um, fasted from social media for a whole year. So I wasn't even on social media. And then here I am on social media going, I guess I'll make a Facebook group. Everybody else is. What am I going to do it for? I guess it'll be the Enneagram because that's 90% of my conversations. (laughs) And that's how it started. And it's just kind of grown into a community. and, And right now I want it to be a safe place for people to not feel like they're in a box, that I'm gonna be your personality referee that's gonna help you step out of that box. Come in, come in knowing what your box is, or if you don't, getting help of figuring out which box is yours. And then having that support of getting out of it. And Good, I'm open to, I'm open to um, feedback too. If, if you feel, those of you who are in the group, if you feel like um, there's something missing from some of the other Enneagram groups that you're in, I would, as long as it's lined, of course, <laughs> I would love to bring that to the people. Cool. Can I yeah. add something?
3: I think Jen, you hold that ladder that's in the box so that the people reading your book and learning from you can take each rung of that ladder and climb out of the box. So that's an important, very important aspect to what you do. So congratulations. Thank you.
1: I agree. I love the little um, diagram that you had in the book. Here's here's my
0: my Emmett right here. (laughs) He's pretty popular. The first time I made it, my son, Eric, got a little nervous at first. I said, don't worry, I'll bring them back. I never brought them back. I never gave them back. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's over it by now. Um, And he did actually help me make this mountain. It's so about climbing your ladder. I don't know, can you see it? I don't know if you guys can see it or not. So this is supposed to represent the Enneagram and this is the mountain. And so if everybody is if everybody is standing on their ladder, your ladders are all leaning toward each other. And it's like climbing a mountain to come together up here at the apex. And so he, he actually made this for me. I said, Hey, can you make me a mountain? And that's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and the, I think the biggest message about the mountain, am I running out of time? Okay. So the biggest message about the mountain is that, as you climb like so mountains are wide at the base right and as you climb it gets narrower and it's like so in the book i talk about the the enneagram is a macrocosm of the world but it's also a microcosm of you and the different pieces of you and so as you climb that ladder your microcosm of the enneagram that diagram gets smaller because it hugs the mountain, right? And as that gets smaller, you're able to access those different pieces of you. And the quicker it is for you to, or more effortless it is for you to access those pieces of you, the more you can connect with other people. And if you're on top of a mountain, it doesn't matter where the rest of your people are, you can see them and they can see you. And that's connection. Even if there's distance, there's still a connection there because you can see them. And it allows you to love people where they are. It doesn't matter what journey, what their journey is and, and what route they take around the mountain. (laughs) You can still be there to um,
1: cheer them on. I love that metaphor. That's a really great metaphor.
0: Legos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think that for me, I, I identified with a nine and I think you said something about that. I'm a what was it that you said three or something else? I
0: think we were looking at two and three
1: and six. Right. Because of the, I, but I think that my, my aim is to be a nine. <laughs>
0: Those of you who are nines in the group are going, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Actually, I'm, I'm a nine and I'm saying run the other direction. Run towards your three, run towards your three
0: there's pros and cons of every type. So, um, and here's the thing, like, like I said, that when we're our healthiest self, that's when we're at the top of the mountain and we're going to be like everyone anyway, it's just the healthier version. I'm sure everybody has probably thought that at some point when they discovered their true type, because you're you're like excited. And then you're like, Mm, I don't know if I like this number
1: (laughs) because of the blind spots and everything.
2: Yeah. And the more I discover about other numbers, the happier I am to be a nine, actually, you know, because I, I discover all the other crap people have to carry around with them. It's like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not bearing that one. So I have, I have enough to bear.
0: Because you know what? Our average behaviors come easy to us. And not only are they, not only can they be our downfall or like be blind spots, but they're all, that's where our superpowers are rooted. As long as we're aware of that when we find ourselves on that middle rung that we're making the effort to climb the ladder as opposed to falling off the ladder which can happen especially in stressful moments
2: yep well the reward too is you know the view as you climb up higher the view gets better
1: yes it does and i i also realized that i think when as you climb you realize what it takes to get there and so, mm-hmm. for anyone, no matter where they are, you're just applaud, you're, you're cheerleading them on, saying, yeah. "We can and all." That's
0: where that empathy and compassion comes from.
1: Absolutely. And so I'm seeing someone wrote something. Lisa wrote something. And you're close to others since yeah, okay, and you can hold the hands around the top. That's very sweet, Lee. Leah. <laughs> Don said, I like that too. Lindsay says, have to run, but congrats, Jen. So proud of you. (laughs) Oh, it's time for prizes since y'all have waited for so long. So I think there's several prizes, aren't there? Yes,
3: there are. We have, we have three prizes. So (laughs) introduce yourself, hon. Oh, my name is Terry Higgins. Um, I am Jen's husband. And so I get, I get to be in charge of the prizes. So, and I can, I can verify that all these are certified random selections. So, so you got that going for you. I have an exciting announcement to share. Okay. So it's very exciting about the nine acknowledgement languages and the up level that they're going through and in the course coming up. Jen's redoing all of those lessons, like you said, into those bite-sized videos so that it is easier to consume that information and actually use it. It's less overwhelming for you and there's gonna be bonus content. So that is something that is awesome. And there is also the new addition of the group coaching option. And since this is actually a new addition, there's only a limited number of spots. So if you want to be the first to receive the early access link before the grand opening, and you're going to receive $100 savings, make sure you get on the wait list because only people who are on the wait list are going to receive the extra, the early access entry and the other early bird offer. And I'll actually post that link in the chat here in just a little bit okay let's see here i you know i think that's about it so i'm going to turn it back over for any additional questions but jen i was i was thinking what about if we could do like i don't know an extra gift card or something like that
0: i like prizes
3: prizes are good. Seven's <laughs> like prizes right prizes are good yeah Okay, so what I'll do is I'll I'll run the the prize machine in the background while there's any other questions, and I'll hop back on in a little bit with with an extra extra prize. Well,
2: if the prize includes the uh, Lego mountain, I'm all in.
3: <laughs> well, maybe we'll send you the instructions. <laughs> maybe 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 some pieces like that. Yeah, maybe that's a new set that Lego can build. Is is the uh, is uh, Jin's Enneagram mountain? I like
0: that. It's really Eric's Enneagram Mountain, so since I'm giving people credit for, you know, where credit's due today. <laughs> today. <laughs>
1: <Just> today. <kidding. laughs> what made you go into um, the deep dive that you did? I know that you were the personality coach and all that, and that you had done all this corporate work and that you really got involved with the Enneagram the way you did, but What would you say the blessings of all of that, that deep dive?
0: I think even before the Enneagram, um, so just the deep dive of really understanding my personality. First of all, I really wish I had learned the Enneagram a long time ago. I think it would have made the journey shorter. But at the same time, this year, my my word of the year is trust meaning trust the journey. And so the way it turned out is the way it turned out. And I'm grateful for that, for that process, but I really do believe the, the biggest benefit that has come out of really understanding who I am has been in the way that I parent my children.
1: Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. It's like, um, giving myself permission to be who I am allowed me to accept my children the way they were and that they are not me. (laughs) I cannot expect them to be your voice just like you. (laughs) And
0: I will say that with the Enneagram, so if I, so I only probably in the last five years have I been introduced to the Enneagram. So before that is it was all the big name ones, Myers Briggs, Big Five, DISC, The Color Theory, like all those um, big ones that you've already heard. Those are the ones that really helped me understand myself a little bit better. I think our autism journey was the one, was the trigger, I guess, that really made me understand the uniqueness and individuality of our personalities. And then the Enneagram. I think is what really helped me understand boundaries and relationships. So, so it really helped me understand. So if the other ones helped me with my parenting, I believe that the Enneagram really helped me understand my parents better and really got much, much closer. Cause you know, we, we all like to, those of you who are Enneagram fans and we like to, you know, secretly, type other people, right? (laughs) Like uh, that was very, you know, type six or that was very type three, which, you know, our brains just do that, especially when we're in learning mode. And, and so I really thought that my mom was a type six. I just really did. And so in loving her in that type sixness, right. It, it still helped me understand her a little bit more. It helped me understand my childhood a little bit more. But then we actually sat down and had a typing session and I'm not going to lie. So this would have been when I was actually going through my coaching certification. So I was a little green and kind of leaning towards the type six and asking more type six questions. And she was like, no, no, no. (laughs) And I was like, really? So then I went back and put on my, my coaching hat and started asking the real bigger questions turns out she's a type five (laughs) and it was like that makes so much more sense now and now I can go back to just different places in my childhood and just be like okay now I really get it you know 40 I mean 29 years later I can just be like I totally get it now.
1: <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Anyway, I'm so, I want to congratulate all the winners. And are we going to announce the special one, the special prize? Are we, if not? Yes,
3: the uh, the prize machine has figured out exactly um, <laughs> who this extra, extra, the extra, prize is going to be. So this was everyone who had registered to be here. So that would include everybody that's obviously on, plus anyone who had registered for the event. She wins the gift card. So um, Jen will wow. be in contact.
1: Congratulations. And so anyway, there's a great offer for the grand opening of Unbox University and the new group coaching option. And so I think that that is going to help a lot of people do the work without getting stuck. So remember in April 2020, when life as we knew it came to a halt, then this past April, you thought, will life ever be normal again? Now imagine April 2022 after you've graduated from the nine acknowledgement languages group coaching program and feel more empowered to be yourself and feel whole despite the curveballs life throws at you who couldn't use that kind of resilience? Remember, because space is limited, it is wait list only. So if you wanna be in her space, be sure that you're on the wait list and you're guaranteed the $100 off and I'm going to be on it. <laughs> so off the course in the co- coaching combo, just for being on the list and taking advantage of the early access link. So anyway, we're going to put that in the chat, the, the wait list, So we can do it. Yes. And while, is there any other questions that anybody wants to ask?
0: I want to thank everybody for coming. This was my first, well, it's my first book. So of course it's my first meet the author event, (laughs) but I, I really appreciate everybody being here.
1: And we're so glad that you wrote the book because I have learned a lot and I will continue to read the book and finish it because I do want to be a good student (laughs) leah says so happy for you such a great feeling to accomplish something so massive and we're so grateful you put out your wisdom in the world and lisa says congratulations jen 2022 is going to be a fantastic year
0: yay i want to do some shout outs so leah is quoted i think it's chapter seven right leah She's like, my quote, my quote is in the book. Greg that was here earlier from Georgia. He's the Greg, the football Greg in, oh, I've lost all the chapters. <laughs> in part four, in part four. And of course, Terry, he is the Terry that's in the book. I want to thank Lisa. Lisa's here in the group my editor, my coach. Thank you for being here. And I definitely want to thank Hyun for being the host for this this Meet the Author event today.
1: Thank you. Oh, it was my pleasure. I do it imperfectly, perfectly. (laughs) So thank you. It was fun to support you and to see the evolution of the stream that you've had and identified with you so much when you put your picture of your family.
0: Okay. All right. So I think Terry put the link. I'm really looking forward to everybody being on the wait list and taking the nine acknowledgement courses. Tell people like they don't have to have the book. <clears throat> the, the book is the prequel. There will be more bonus stuff that's included that wasn't included in, in the current course that was launched last year. So all right.
1: thank you. Bye-bye. Congratulations, Jen! Good Thank job. You. It's nice to meet you, Dawn.
2: <laughs> nice to meet you too. Bye.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye, Sherry. Bye, Deidre. Thanks, Jody, for coming. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachjen.com. Find out how you are different, so you can make. Your dip.